Hey everybody, this is another Napcast by Sleep With Me Podcast, a bite size size of Sleep With Me Podcast, just large enough for you to hopefully take a nap to. It's uh, excerpts, I think is the right way to pronounce that word, from uh, Game of Drones episodes. If you're just finding this by accident or something, full Sleep With Me Podcast episodes that are made to help you fall asleep at night or over at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. So this is a napcast. Hopefully you're taking a nap to it. Or, I mean, you might be able to fall asleep at night, but not everybody can to them. But, yeah, ideally, we live in a world where people could take naps at least once a week. Well, I guess once a month is probably, that's probably how often I get a nap. And then, then you, that's, like, a really appreciate it. If you go six weeks, you probably forget how good they are. So maybe four to three weeks, maybe even two weeks, every two weeks, take a nap. Hopefully. I wish that for you. <laughs> so here you go. Thanks for listening. Hello, this is Tommen. Uh, Sir Tommen, you may call me. I'm here for another tale of brave Sir Pounce, everyone's favorite cat in shining armor. You might remember me from such tales as Sir Pounce, the greatest cat in the world. Sir Pounce, the best friend of a boy who, not sure he needs to be a man yet because he's he's still enjoying being a boy, but he has a, and he has a best friend named Sir Pounce, the best friend a boy ever had. And even if he became a man, Sir Pounce would still be his best friend. And I'm proud to be here again. And I've heard from some, some, some people, uh, uh, that they actually like Sir Pounce. And, and I, I'm so happy because I'm, I'm, you, 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 a lot of times people don't like Sir Pounce. And they say it so, I, I know I've talked about it before. But you, he, he's a, he's a cat. But he's not, he's more than a cat. And he's more than a friend. He is a hero. And I know a lot of you believe that too. But people here, they say, oh, Tommen. Oh, look at that boy and his cat. That is a shame that a boy of that age and a whatever. And Sir Pounce tells me, Tommen, don't let it bother you. Where I come from, Tommen, and this is when I get upset, Sir Pounce tells me in one of his tales, and then I tell, tales, tales. <laughs> I find that funny. I find that funny. But it's true. Sir Pounce tells me one of his tales, and then I tell it to you so that you can tell the world about Sir Pounce, brave Sir Pounce, and his best friend, Tommen, two brave men. For the world, you know, doesn't understand currently, but they will when they know what a hero is. And what it means to be a hero's friend, you gotta be a, f- a hero, kind of, like a hero-y, to be a best friend of a hero. But one time I was feeling down about this whole thing, man and cat, friending, shame, they say shame, 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 Tommen, oh, shaman, the scepter. She does not like what's her name. Septa, Sir Pounce calls her Septa Moran. 
Sir Pounce. So, Sir Pounce said, Tommen, what is with the frowny face? Sir Pounce, does battle with frowny faces. Wipe that face off your frown, or that frown off your face, Tommen, for I'll tell you the tale of Sir Pounce and the Sea Lord. Now, this was during Sir Pounce's first life, long ago, when he was living in Bravos, and a place far, far away, a kingdom, I think, I believe. Sometimes, Grandfather, he curses the Bravosi, and he says, Damn them Bravosi, damn the Iron Banger, and I hope they come and take Grandfather away, secretly, of course. So Pounce said he wouldn't mind either, and he said he'd had quite a few things they could do to Grandfather. For all this staring with his iron face. But so, Sir Pounce said one time he was in the kingdom of Bravos. And it was a time of great upheaval, for Bravos was a place with burgeoning wealth, Sir Pounce said. And burgeoning, ah, stuff. And Sir Pounce was going to Bravos on a quest, for he'd heard Bravosi were great, great warriors, but not the greatest in the world. And these men, they called them the Moonshiners. They had tried to take all of Bravosi's things, just like Grandfather would. He said, I'd take the iron bank and I'd keep it in old uh, Raza Frazen Fruza. But Sapount said that these Bravosi, they were strong, fast men. But they were missing something extra. Now, where Sir Pounce was from, Caddington Land, not far from Ping's Landing, another terrible place. And don't even get me started about uh, Hyannis Port or any of those places. But there was a dark power trying to invade Sir Pounce's kingdom. And Sir Pounce's people, also cats, Sir Pounce doesn't have any interest in ruling over people, just friending them and spending time with his best friend, Tommen. His kingdom had been invented, invaded by these evil, evil uh, dogs uh, called Grouch Dogs. And they, you know, a lot of people say, all oh, the worst dogs are from the north. But no. Sir Pounce and Tommen know the worst dogs are the ones that are from where you're from. Of course, those are the worst dogs. Because for a while, the grouch dogs and the cats of Caddington got along fine. But then one time, the grouch dogs said, What are you looking at, you fools? And then a war erupted. And it was a war that was brought to a standstill, and no side could win and no side would lose. And this is what sent Sir Pounce over to Bravos to learn secrets from the Bravosi. So Sir Pounce went and sought the Sea Lord, the Lord of the Bravosi soldiers, I think, or something. He said to the Sea Lord, Your soldiers, I see, are having trouble in your battle, and so are mine. What do you say we train each other? And the Bravosi Sea Lord said, I like your... I've never seen a cat with such style and such courage as you, Sir Pounce. Be honored to have any endeavor and work with you in any any way would be I'd be more than honored I'd be 
You, you must be the best chooser of friends in the world. I respect you so. And Sir Pound said, Oh, see, Lord, I respect you and your men too, for I see in your heart the ability to scratch me behind the ears and right above my tail, if you would. And so the sea lord petted Sir Pounce in a way that it wasn't quite as good as he would find with his best friend, but a good friend he became with his petting technique, not the same as mine, of course, for I have a petting technique too I cannot share with you because you would try to take Sir Pounce and and turn him against me? Oh, that's one thing I'm afraid Joff could do. But he won't. He can't. So Sir Pounce sent all his soldiers to Bravos, and Bravos sent all their soldiers to uh, Caddington. And then the soldiers, the Bravos, the soldiers, they did away with the dogs and the cats. They went out to the the bad guys there, Bravos, and they poked out all their eyes, and then the Bravosi soldier went back, and they vanquished their foes, and there was a victory. But Sir Pounce, everyone was celebrating, but Sir Pounce, they said, we've beaten our enemies, oh, oh, huzzah to the sea lord, huzzah to Sir Pounce. And the sea lord said to Sir Pounce, you don't celebrate with all of our soldiers. So Pound said, that now is not time, the time to celebrate. Now is the time to make sure this never happens again. As he would tell Tom and many times, now is the time for bravery. So we just switched our tactics, but soon so will our enemies. So I propose to you, Sea Lord Bravos, a little game that a less than wise man would call cat and mouse, but I'll call it cat and man. And I will leave my best soldiers here in Bravos, and you will send your second best soldiers back with me, and we will stalk each other at night, and we will try to just, uh, you know, kind of mess with each other, kind of like a cat-like game. And I will try to smack you in the face like this. Oh, Sir Pounce, that hurt. No, because I did not open my claw. You really anticipated it would hurt when I smacked you in the face, see the Lord. And you will try to catch us. And for every cat you catch, it will be one bravo see life spared the next time you vanquish your enemy. And for every bravo see we smack in the face, it will be one dog that doesn't catch a cat because we're too spry and smart for them. And even though they tried to live in our kingdom and befriend us, we would not, we'll never fall for that one again. And hopefully Tommen won't fall for it when Joff is nice to him or mother and she says, Oh, I have a present for you, Tommen. Oh, but you cannot have it till you get rid of that cat. And who calls it a cat, sir? He's not a, he cannot, yeah, possibly. Tommen, Tommen, Tommen. Oh, um, I forgot, but Sir Pound said, what do you think, Sea Lord? And the Sea Lord said, Sir Pounce, I will build up in our harbor a giant soldier holding up a cat. And the cat will be smacking him in the face while he's caught the cat showing our unity. For, and it will stand forever above our harbor. Now, it's not, uh, 
The part with the cat, of course, fell, and people forgot about it very quickly. But the Bravosi soldiers never did, because they are spry, like cats. And the cats at Caddington never forgot either, for they know how to, you know, run around and sneak around and not get hit with swords. And then when dogs come, they just run around in circles and then poke out their little eyes or have them run off the edge of something into a swamp. And that is the tale of Sir Pounce and the Sea Lord. Sir Pounce, the bravest cat in the world, and his best friend Tommen reporting for Sir Pounce. Good night. Okay, it's, it's time for my prayers. Crone, sweet crone, lovely crone, Miller, Miller, uh, maker of meal, meal bread, grinder of grains, smith, forger of stuff, bender of bendable metal things, Barky, king of the trees, god of the trees, master of the three-eyed raven, and the children, all the trees with the weird faces on them, jester, you know, Newest of the gods that likes to laugh and, and joke around. And you're, you're of a secret identity that only I know because this is season one. Sweet jester, God, the trickster God. You know, gods, I, I know I'm on this mission for you guys. And I was up for mission two. I just want to take a time because, you know, gods, I'm not about my stuff or you know, me getting with the maiden and, and having that um half god, half half human child that would you know would bring glory to my name and your names, of course. Not about those new boots and and of course you know just regular non procreation boot knocking with the maiden or you know stuff on earth, you know, and and having those. Remember, I talked about those green boots. It's been a while, but I'm not going to talk about them with the fur trim. Uh, and protecting me from Cat Stevens and Aristotle and the fake hound. Tonight, it's not about that. It's about my gratitude for all that you've done to me, gods, for you've given me so much here. And I just want to take the time to thank you, gods, and ask for your wisdom and your ability to grind stuff and meld, you know, melt stuff together and, and hit it with hit it with a, hand, a lot of hitting, hammering, and banging with the, and um, barky with the blooming, and the eventual graying of, you know, leaves turn brown, and the changing the seasons, beautiful changing the seasons of barky, and the shade, and the apples, and all that they provide, and um, just her, the laughter, Perspective. I know you're pretty big on perspective and, and seeing things outside of the, the box and all that stuff. Sorry, guys. I thought I heard a goat outside m- m- moaning, or and I was worried it was a maiden. I was, but I'm back again. Uh, guys, I want to thank you for sending those uh, this couple. I think I'm assuming it was from you, Scott and Jennifer. They appeared uh, one time when I was going to, to prep the Roose Bolton Fantasy Fiction Time Machine, make sure it was all filled up. You know, I was 
had some serious rewing of Bruce Bolton to go through, so I was going to fill up the engine. And this couple was there, Scott and Jennifer. God, I'll pray, God's, I'll pray for you. Crone, I know your wisdom guided them to me. Or maybe they, they, they were too young and, and, uh, and attractive, no offense, Crone, to be. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's the kind of thing you, a uh, nice couple you change yourself into. But I was, you know, if I meet you, I'm like, well, whatever, Crone. Thank you for your wisdom. Miller, and maybe you, you, Scott reminds me of the best parts of you. And uh, and the the Smith because his ingenuity and his ability to make stuff. And Jester, I gotta be honest, Jennifer reminds me a bit of you because she's she's got a positive attitude and a kind of a good way of looking at life in perspective and generosity. Crone, I guess you have generosity, and it's just my thing. Crone, this is just a projection, but you know sometimes I think you know. The old aren't as generous, but I know I'm wrong in your case, Crone. So thank you too, Crone. Barky, I know Jennifer and Scott have your um, ability to lay roots deep and filter the sunshine in a way that makes things. So they, they're at the Rusbone Fantasy Fiction Time Machine, and they had these special talismans, and they said they'd brought them for me because they heard of my quests. And they share my passion for, uh, you know, just you gods. They they said they've had it too with the maiden. And they said I could have the maiden or whatever. They weren't looking for that, that type of thing. But they said they were over the father and the mother boss and all the other gods around and the warrior. Again, I think it was they said, who does that warrior think he is up there? You know, who's going to praise a warrior? What about where's the peace god? They said, yeah, Crone's the closest thing we got, so we got to pray to her. And they said, we agree. And we heard about you, Prostolizing, or whatever you call it, these gods, the Crone, Miller. They said they liked the idea of a Miller god. And why, you know, probably the warrior pushing Miller out because he's all war-torn and looking to create war situations. So they gave me these special talismans that they created from their heart of hearts to help me on my quest to bring praise to all your names. So thank you for Scott and Jennifer and their talismans. I'm going to use them to uh, light the way so that all may be enlightened in the sweetness of you, Crone. And I know other gods, I say a lot more about the Crone because I think she needs it. She's old. we got to keep her going. So it's not like a, a, a everything's even up there. Just the crone comes first because she's the oldest, plain and simple. She's been around. Right, right. You know, I feel like the crone needs a little extra attention, Miller, Smith, I know. But you guys are way better than the other gods. Barky, you're silent and strong, I know it. And Jester, you're just cracking up because I can't do anything right. So that's that. Thanks, God. So, yeah, yeah, let me go check out. I'll be right back because I hear, think I hear a goat again. Thank you for Scott and Jennifer. And their talismans to carry me on. God, so I want to, you know, thank you for giving me, uh, you know, the music at the beginning of this, before the prayer started, a little bit before I did some other stuff you guys probably know about. There's a Jess, a uh, minstrel. His name's Posty. A little Posty. Crone, if you could give it Posty a little bit of your um, wisdom. 
and got the rest of the gods, you know, hook him up with some strings for his stuff, metal strings, and his belly with some grains. None. None. I know, Miller, you don't, you know, your, your grains don't have any allergens or stuff. So, Posty, if you look out for Chrissy Poo Posty and the Lord and the Lady of the podcast, Lady Shannon, Lord Jonathan, if you could keep an eye on them. We have a new defrenant fenestrator, Nick Van Cor, Phenom 3. He's, God's, he, if you, you know, he probably could use like a little bit of armor, Smith. Maybe, if, you know, he's going to be throwing people out a window, so he's got to be able to move. He probably could use a weapon just in case someone tries to usurp his job, but we don't want him to get too, you know, we don't need regicide unless it's needed. And we don't even have a king and queen, so it's just be a lord and lady aside. We like our Lord and Lady, so thank you for that, the Nick Van Core. And gods, I know you don't know about Twitter, but Twitter's this thing here. And it's like, a, it's kind of Twitter, it's got a bird on it, so it's kind of like a bird thing that goes on there. But I know you guys, gods don't need bird, well, the crows. I mean, I know Barky, you use the crows for stuff, vision quest type stuff. Hopefully I'll get one of those. Vision quest type things where I can lay my hand on fire, but it's not really on fire. Maybe I could be, be able to throw some fireballs and all that stuff, but that's not about me, guys. Twitter, it's let's just say it's like a bird that I know about, bird, multiple birds that praise your name. But I just want to thank you for my new friends from Twitter, Christy R. Mandar. Mandar rhymes with Christy R. God's only your wisdom. Corey R, wow, a lot of R's. Frida and Clara, 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 with an L, Clara, or Clara, which rhymes kind of with the R's, and Frida's got an R in it. So thank you for all my Twitter friends, sweet, 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 sweet crone, and, and all the rest. I want to thank you for Toby and Autumn that got a hold of me by email. Which, for this situation, it's too hard to explain. It's just like mail. I haven't seen any mail in Westeros, but you probably got it. Uh, and God, you probably don't even need mail. So thank you for Toby and Autumn. And then God's even at the beginning of the podcast, I was doubting you in the, the workers at iTunes podcast type stuff. And they've come through with all the backlog of uh, Twitter, iTunes reviews. So I just want to thank all you, God, for all. I want you to watch over all of these people who took the time to write a review and then had to wait so long because of, uh, Bark, you probably like Apple for more than one reason, but they got Apple in their name. And they do the, they're, they're great most of the time, but they, there's was a little backlog. So Saggy Brown gave us a nice U.S. of A. X Herber, Herb Vorex from the U.S. of A. Dracage from the Netherlands, gods. That's another. I think that's a little bit like the fingers, where little fingers from. But we're not going to hold that against them. Uh, Swank me from Australia, and believe me, <laughs> uh, maiden. You know, I'd like to swank you. Uh, so super cool from the U.S. of A. Pretty baller. It says about us. Thank you. So super cool. Annie from U.S. of A says we're a snoozapalooza. Thank you. And 
also use a nice word, tangential. I love God's, I love words that you put on my lips. Para, paradise, thank you. Paradise prefers our earlier episodes, but sweet gods, thank you for paradise. Lolex from Brazil. Oh, you know, Brazil is a country of beautiful, beautiful people. So maybe I prefer that country to the maiden anyway. You know, maiden, if you're listening. A personator from the U.S. of A. says we work amazingly well. Thank you. Karloff32 says that we're original, A+. Plus. And Karloff reminds me of Costello's. And um, I remember probably watch those shows this Halloween. Thank you, gods. Peggy S. Peggy Sue. Pretty, pretty Peggy Sue. Oh, Peggy. Thanks for your review. Limehead 5. Limehead 5, I know I've talked to you and your 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 partner in different times. And Limehead 5, gods, I want you to... Limehead 5 is one of these victims of the warrior, I think. Like doing all the stupid warrior bossing around. Limehead 5, he's looking for some support from you gods. And he's got a beautiful story in his review about he's away... And his ladies away from each other, but they listen to the podcast and it helps them sleep. And then they can talk about it, gods. So they keep an eye on both of them, Nicole and Lionhead, I think. Lang Lan of the US of A says, we're unreal. So thank you, Lang Lan. Thank you, gods. Anastasia La Luminare, beautiful, beautiful name, says we're like a tornequilizer dart. Thank you. Thank you, gods. Blue Velvet. She wore Blue Velvet, gods, 2000. And says we're uh, bizarre and dreamlike. Thank you. Ariel G. Says uh, she's a new mom, gods. Raising a someone to praise your name. So thank you for her. Gear Feathers. Gear Feathers says we're a wonderful, wonderful little podcast. Bored Pig. A little bored little piggy, gods, from Australia. Says uh podcast helps board pigs too. If you think about the goats and the problems we have with goats, if I would have just picked pigs. Daytime snoozer gods also from the USA. Thank you. So that's it, gods. I just want to pr- pray to praise your names to all the people that are helping me in my quest to uh totally um you know, eventually I'm not gonna you know, gods, I'm ambitious. Praise your names. But I'm not just satisfied with this. I'm going to do these quests to prove myself to you guys. Quest 2, coming up, I just took a break. Not because I need a break or, or just to extra praise you guys for helping me and, you know, ask for prayers for other people because my I'm not the priority here. It's priority. I'm priority three, like three million really. But, you know, you guys are priority one. These fine people are priority two, and the George R. R. Martin's Jets, don't forget about them. That's priority two. Priority three, I guess, would be vengeance. Um, all the vengeance we've got. we got the Mr. Clegane, Fake Hound, um, Mountain, I guess, Cat Stevens. I don't think Aristotle's on. I don't even think Cat Stevens. Maybe. I don't know if about Cat Stevens and Aristotle. All these other gods that think they're hot stuff. Those are priority. And then me, priority four, I guess. 
But really, gods don't even worry about it. I'm on it. I'm going to take down, you know, I'm going to take down these gods. It'll all work out. So thank you for all the support you give me on this quest, gods. Everybody that helps me. And I hope we, you know, gods, if you look out for them, they want, lies people want to sleep good. So just keep an eye out for that. But, if, you know, if you're, uh, if your wisdom watches over them and your um, ability to make stuff and, and grind up foods and, uh, you know, provide nutrition, suck nutrition from the earth and, and, and keep some shade and fruit and then laugh about it. That's all they need. So give it all to them, please. Gods, thank you for all that you do. Um, and again, if any like, accidental insults against your crone, I'm not sure even if you hear everything I say. Uh, but, you know, I, I talk to the jester. He takes it, you know, he'll, he'll teach you how to take it in stride. The jester, God of all the jesters in all of the world. And uh, that's it. Checking out. Don't worry, probably the next time I talk to you, I'll already be done with Quest 2. It's not like this was a form of procrastination this episode that I don't have a quest to to either deal with one of the other gods. Miller, you're done. No offense, bro. But, you know, you're quested out. But, yeah, no, not like I'm, I don't have another quest. I have, I have like, a multitude of quests to choose from. Uh, so, and my bravery has never been more brave, brave, courageous-wise. So that's it, guys. I'll be taking care of business down here. So thanks for the support. Truly, truly, thank you for the support, all of you. And, you know, F the warrior and father and mother, you know, and the the drowned god. I don't want to find, you know, I don't. I still know what reaving is. So I'm not, you know, and then that other god, Rulor, um, and any of those other gods we don't like. All right, good night, gods.